This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I'm Arlene Bonin, and this is On Point. You know, we've just been talking about the sentencing today of the van attack killer, And it brings to mind all the trails that we went through, as we mentioned, what caused it, what is an incel. Look at where we've come from there. There's been an intensifying of looking what kind of damage social media and the Internet and disinformation, misinformation is doing to our society. And it sounds heady, but we can't get away. There was a study in the University of Calgary showing how Russia is using not just bots, it's not bots, real live people are getting out there and spreading this disinformation. We're seeing it here. We saw it in the convoy. And as we researched the organizers, we were looking for it. And we were looking for it in Canadian politics. And many believe we started to see the beginning of it. And then today, of course, the second hearing, January 6th in Washington, and we'll cover that Later on this evening, as we look at what information is coming out, but it is about things that aren't true and the manipulation and trying to sometimes radicalize people online. We've seen it since the terrorist attacks of 9-11, and it's grown and grown and grown. And what do we have to look for here? Kayla Preston is joining us live tonight, a PhD candidate in the Department of Sociology at the University of Toronto. Kayla, good evening. Good evening. It is a time where we can't get away from it. We've just been through a pandemic and we see the radicalizing, the attempt to radicalize online, the attempt to change people's minds or tell people things that aren't true. Again, we've seen it in the United States in politics and it doesn't go away. And we're, many people are concerned it's coming here to Canada. We saw it connected with this crime. Kayla, how much of a chorus is, is being sung these days about the damage of disinformation and misinformation. For sure. And we're, we're seeing that in Canada, for sure. Um, it's not just happening in the United States. It's often, you know, what we hear, these discourses in Canada, oh, it's happening in the United States, it's not happening here. But as we've seen over the past even four months, um, there has been an increase in, you know, disinformation in Canadian politics. Um, and in, um, you know, the Canadian, um, you know, sphere with the trucker convoy, there was a lot of disinformation going around about, you know, potential harm of vaccines and of uh, masking mandates. And that we're even seeing it now in the conservative um, uh, leadership run, you know, the disinformation about how many members are, um, you know, in the conservative party. Um, how many supporters they have. So disinformation is alive and well in Canada. And the World Economic Forum and anything that can cause mistrust in those who either deliver information or institutions. And we're seeing the damage of it, Kayla, and it it only increases. 
What do you think here in Canada is is the driver of this? Because one of the things we've noticed, I mean, in politics, if it works in the United States, surely some politicians eventually are going to try it here. It's about gaining mm-hmm. power, isn't it? And then for some, it's a business plan, because if they can get you to click onto their website or follow them, but not to listen to anybody else, it's worth a lot of money to them. So when we follow the money, Kayla, usually we find the core and the genesis of it, but it doesn't make mm-hmm. it easier to get rid of. No, no. And yes, like it it does uh, thrive on power. You know, there's disinformation. You can create power. You can get power using disinformation. You can make people believe you. Um, and of course, you can make a lot of money. Um, there, you know, there's many websites that um, traffic. They, you know, they get money through traffic of their website. So if they can create the most inf- disinformation, they can, they can create the most catchy headline that make people pause and think and maybe even question some of their core values and beliefs. Um, then they get a lot of traffic to that site. Um, they got a lot of clicks, and therefore they get more money um, in that in that way, and they get more power. They get more ability to um, influence the general consensus and discussion happening in the nation, which also uh, gains more power for them. It's tough because we can talk about it, and people have been talking about it in various aspects of these cases around the world. But are we doing anything? Are we making any headway here, Kayla? Yeah, and that, and that is something that academics and practitioners are trying to do right now. Because it, it is difficult, and especially in this age of the Internet, you have to work really closely with these, you know, multinational corporations, um, you know, Facebook, Twitter, um, now Meta, um, that, you know, are key players in um, sometimes the accidental or, you know, purposeful publication of disinformation. And so working, I think, as academics and as practitioners who are trying to kind of get at the headway of um, stopping disinformation, preventing it from getting out there, and, you know, um, kind of fact-checking, I guess, as things are being published, the next step is to work with these um, major internet, um, you know, corporations, I guess you would say, as they are now, and try to kind of get at the head of this and um, work with these companies to prevent any kind of extreme disinformation, extreme, um, you know, discussions of, you know, racist or sexist discussions that are happening on these um, platforms now that often, you know, start with disinformation. Kayla Preston, thank you for joining us. We're continuing to follow this. We appreciate it. Uh, Kayla is a PhD candidate in the Department of Sociology at the University of Toronto. I'm Arlene Bonin, and this is On Point.